What's going on, nerds? Bill unmuted the wrong microphone. This is Mike, and this is the Comic Zone. Today we take an adventure into Hyrule and everything Zelda. That's right. Scott's back. Yep. Of course. Uh, You're going to be on, uh, I think, all these video game episodes. Hey, I'm honored to be here. I very much enjoy it, so thank you for inviting me back. And you brought a connoisseur of Zelda with you to introduce... uh, Yep, this is my best friend Tavis, and at least for the mainline Zelda entries, he can make all those games his bitch. So, how's it going, bro? Uh, good. Thank you for having me. Glad to be Thanks here. Thanks for coming on. Um, so I thought, like, did you want to do your thing like later on? So I got some trivia questions just to kind of open things up a little bit, and I also have something fun. Just to kind of start things up, do you, have you ever heard the Zelda rap song? Check it out. It's the legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ghana are pretty bad. Old commercial. Oh, is it? One dude just looks like a latchkey children, latchkey child, like Jodie Foster haircut. And the other dude looks like Colonel Sanders' nerd version of a kid. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. It's it's awful. This was the commercial. Yeah. The rap. This is how they were trying to appeal to kids. Yeah, man, it's rad. And, and the funniest thing is that he looks like Colonel Sanders, like the bolo tie, the glasses. The kid the does? One of the kids, yes. And he's like pushing up his, is really rad, and he says rad, and pushes up his glasses on his nose right at the same time. Right. He's oh like, God. it's finger picking good. And the other yeah. one just looks... <laughs> The other one's like pretty much, you know, it looks like a latchkey child, the Jodie Foster dude kid haircut and, you know, like jean jacket. It's like, yeah, okay, nerds or uh, white trash. That's who we're going after. Yep. Well, if you're going to talk Zelda rap, have you heard the Smosh version? No. Oh, oh it's amazing. That yeah. One. Yeah. I, was look- I went for ridiculous because I found that and was like, this is just, just awful. <laughs> yes, that is horrible. The Smosh one is funny. Yeah, I'll have to look at that one. Yeah, but uh, I found some interesting kind of uh, kind of trivia questions here um, about Zelda. Who was Ze- the Princess Zelda named after? There was a real life person, a famous author's wife. Oh, really? That hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Because um, I know, know that I didn't. The only person I know of named Zelda was actually Robin Williams's daughter, and she was named after, after Princess Zelda. That is correct. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say he's got I a know, fucking dude. You I got, got the I got the soundboard. That's awesome. That's great. I was gonna say the only named character I'm aware of for uh, Nintendo is Kirby. It was the name of their lawyer when they were dealing with, I believe, Tenjin and that lawsuit. So they named a character after. Yep. Him. So the answer is Scott Fitzgerald. Ah. His wife was Zelda Fitzgerald of Great Gadsby. I wonder. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder where they got that name, like her parents. Yeah, I don't know. And it wasn't anything deep. It's like, oh, I like that name, so I'm going to take it. It's mm-hmm. a cool name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, well, it makes me wonder, is it like Romanian with like the gypsy people, or is it that the source of that or something? I don't know. Yeah, I wonder what the origins of that name are. So what game? What Zelda game took the longest to produce? Uh, Breath of the Wild. That's what I would have guessed. 
That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's and easy. A new to, I mean, I mean. It, well, that was a great it's pretty, game. It is. It's great. I mean, it's so big, though. I mean, it's mm-hmm. obvious that it would. I think. Yeah. The, I mean, th- th- some of the other games are pretty big, but. I was going to say my initial instinct had been Ocarina of Time just because the N64 hardware is brand new. At that time, yeah, sure. Yeah. That was the, and what a great game. Yeah, absolutely. So what, so what do you guys, what are your favorite Zelda games? Uh, that's what I was going to start with, actually. So, Scott, start. Link to the Past. It is just the quintessential game. It's perfect. There are no flaws, in my opinion. Wow. For me, it's the exact same. Link to the Past. I played the crap out of that. As what about Link Between Worlds, though? Isn't what console that... was Link Between Past on? What did that come Link out? Link to the Past was on the Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Link Between Worlds, yeah, that was for the uh, 3DS. Did, what did um, you think of that one, though? Because they're, the, they're in the same, on the same map, right? Yeah, they're the same map, a lot of yeah. uh, similarities. So, so if you played Link to the Past and you know it very well, right. you'll have no problem navigating so that what game. So what do you think of that one in comparison? Like, why that one over, just because it's the original? Uh yeah probably I would say nostalgia reasons yeah I got you well and for me uh, uh I'm just highly nostalgic for the sound of and the feel of the Super Nintendo because a lot of their games if you listen to the audio's got a lot of like a weird compressed reverb sound to it or a weird just kind of gray noisy sound and you'll hear that in that soundtrack as well and because it was capable the console was capable of samples unlike the Genesis but the samples were so small you know like so compressed right, right. interesting yeah the sound has always been such a critical part of all those games and like from the original one to and the interesting thing is link really doesn't speak words mm-hmm. throughout the whole series it's more like Just the, the noises are the more noises. like uh um you know he grunts giddy up. yeah well i think some of the you know not even giddy up most but. recognizable sound effects from zelda are from ocarina of time you know mm-hmm. like you can hear like think about him doing his role and you can hear that in your brain yeah. right now <laughs> yep. and then so like hey listen hey, you know listen. you hear that like the whole fucking game that's actually my text notification is it really listen. it is yeah. <laughs> that's what i feel like every time i i get a text message it's like oh well now what he's a and psychopath that's exactly what i got from that game every time hey listen it's like well now what <laughs> no you listen bitch that's enough <laughs> so what's your favorite zelda game mike did you say i don't think you did um i think probably ocarina of, of time and then that one's so good, mm. you know, just the story of it. Was that 64? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I most recently beat and it. That... Did the rem- I beat the remaster on my 3DS, so it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. And that's one of the most uh, critically acclaimed Zelda games, too, as far as, like, the rating. Like, uh, I forget what the Rotten Tomatoes version of games is, but it holds a very high no, yeah, record it, people hold like it in high regard yeah. for sure it's a it's an amazing game like and it was the first that to kind of really do the z targeting lock on mm-hmm. targeting which really was i think fundamental for it was the that first age. 3d yeah, yeah. One. first 3d right and the creator so. wanted to make it all um uh, first person originally but they, Ooh, they, I don't know they, if I would have liked that and yeah thankfully they pushed against it cuz they wanted to have the two different old and Young well, you Link, should be right. able to see Link. Yeah. I think you should 
you should definitely i mean he's so iconic yeah well it's interesting to think about how they did that with a different franchise with uh metroid when they get to metroid prime on the gamecube True. that went first person and that transition that makes fairly sense, well though. that makes sense though it does it does it felt more halo-esque did you see they made a new uh metroid i and I, it's a side scroller yeah i'd seen that one i'm still waiting for metroid prime 4 <laughs> <laughs> well, and next year we have a new Zelda game. Yep. They were going Breath to the announce it. Uh, it. It has a different name. They were going to release it, but then like the, the queen died and it had some sort of name like... Um, Isn't it like Tears of Heaven or uh, something? Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, yeah. there you go. So, And they were going to do a, a live stream of it, but the queen's funeral was then, so they punted it. Uh, At least that's what they, the the... the YouTube video I said I watched said so I've got to believe it is gospel there. Yeah. Yep. It you know somebody said it on YouTube so that means it's fact. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. But I I the Breath of the Wild probably is as far as an actual game is probably my favorite, um, just because of the wide openness. But then I'm conflicted because the original is so classic to me that that's always been the favorite i don't like and if that. i look at the whole because that's because that's when i loved fell in love with the video games that was the era mm-hmm. i had the original nes as a kid sitting down in my pajamas cross-legged in front of the tv that with my sister right next to me that was my youth so that game just like super mario 3 are like the top two games yeah i used Nintendo. to pretend to be sick so I could stay home and play the original Zelda. Yeah. My mom caught on eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, you remember? Uh, so the second one was the one where they did like the side scrolling. Yeah, that was yeah. the only yeah. side scroll one. I fucking hated that one. I grew did to like Did you guys like it. that one? I did not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's. I've watched it played. I'm just like, I'm good. It's not good. It's no. uh, They tried. They tried something. Yeah, I you got can't. pretty far on it. I enjoy. I learned to enjoy that one, but compared to the rest of the franchise, right. no. I mean, th- just because the side scroll just didn't work. I mean, there was uh, there was side scroll and map, and it. I think the weird it made this awful sound when you transitioned or uh-huh. like ran into the enemies, and uh, it was a good try. Yeah, yeah. you got to think, think they about, learned like, what not. To you got to think about that game or like any game. Uh, in the uh, space of, like, you know, the time it was made. And, like, you know, they were just trying shit. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, that's literally all. They're like, maybe this will, you know. Yeah, they were really trained the RPG dynamic with that, and it just didn't go over well. Right. Yeah. So that was the last time they tried that. The gun, the game got fun once you were able to get the upward and downward thrust move, and then it kind of became very playable afterwards because then you could attack in four yeah, it wasn't as angles, not just left and right. Yeah, so you're able to kind of do a lot more. Yeah, I've never looked into this, but is it possible they looked at like Kid Icarus and met and met the original Metroid and went, "Well, we like this kind of formula. Let's right. let's yeah. do a Zelda version." You I know, think that they were looking. I think they were looking uh-huh. at games like Mario mm-hmm. and like all the really good like platformers and shit, and like you said, Metroid and like they're all side scrolling. Yep. It, you know, so you could see how they were like, oh, we should probably try this, like, in this game. Yeah. But 
now that you look back, you know, bird's eye view or, you know what I mean? That's the classic Zelda. I mean, and of course you get your like 3D adventures, like, uh, like we said, Ocarina of Time, the Wind Waker, Bill calls it the Windbreaker. The Windbreaker. Um, mm-hmm. what other ones are 3D ones? Well, uh, of course you uh, got Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Uh, you've got obviously Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I never played Majora's Mask. Mm. I should. I really want to. You should, especially if you got a 3DS. It plays a lot better. Yeah. I played uh, on the 64 not too long ago, and the controllers are just oh, I awful. fucking no, I can't stand the 64 controller. I think people love it because it's nostalgic mm-hmm. and nothing more. It's the same as Goldeneye. That is not a good game. It plays like shit. But it's so nostalgic, and it was like the first time we got a first-person shooter on like a console, and you could play with your friends and shit. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent here. Oh, no, you're good. I mean, there's no doubt that in that era of 3D, um, not all games were created equal. And it's re- weird when you think about how both that Nintendo, both with Mario and Zelda knocked it out of the park right out of the gate. Because Super Mario 64, you could argue, is the best 3D platformer of the fifth generation. And it was one of the first. Well, you know, that's another game that people, you know, love, like, with a crazy devotion, right? It's like Goldeneye, uh, Ocarina of Time, and then Mario 64. And Smash Bros. And Smash. Yeah. And Smash and probably Mario Kart. I mean, you could keep going, but that oh, was yeah. on Super Nintendo, right? When well, it, the there was an N sixty four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I hated as a kid. I don't know why, but I hated the Super Nintendo version. It just didn't. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, it's you know it's uh, it's fine now, but it's like going back and playing that uh, California Racer. What, what was it? Where oh, you that... would like wreck and you had the chick and you're in like oh, the... cruisers in USA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you go back and play that now, and it's very, you know, it seemed like amazing so, back then, but it's like. I went to One Up in Denver. We went to Denver the uh, last weekend and went to One Up in uh, downtown and uh, found Rampage. Mm. And I was able to kind of play that. That was, <laughs> That's cool. it was one of the only games that they didn't like totally speed up. Like Pac-Man was going super fast or Tetris was already cranked up to speed eight, level eight right away. I think that's the Sega effect. Right, because that was their jam was like mm. fast games. Well, I think they do it just so they they can eat more quarters. Because there's a lot of mods you can do with that in the cabinets, so they did make more money. Oh. And then you know you're you're drinking so the on game... top of it, and they make it faster. So they yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it makes it, a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. It, well, and that's why a lot of arcade games they get hard quick because they want that money. Oh yeah, <laughs> or some are just designs you straight up lose. Yeah, yeah. Like, there is no like there was a really bad Star Wars one, I think. Oh, I wouldn't be. It surprised. was made for you to lose. Yeah, <laughs> just, just keep popping in quarters. That's some bullshit. Fuck them. Never had Zelda in as far as an arcade unless it was just like a Capcom attack. Mm-hmm. Or Link would be in there. Not there's a lot of well, they Super have Nintendo s- games where they made them especially difficult, so mm-hmm. that if you were to rent the game over a weekend, you weren't able to beat it, so you'd have to rent it again. Yeah, and so Lion the, King was probably Lion one of, King. That was game one of those. was pretty fun, though. I had that yeah. game on Sega, and for some reason, I played it a lot. 
Yeah. So he, what do you think? Um, oh, sorry. I was going to say he just, uh, last time he was in town, he beat it for me. And how long did that take you? About 30 uh, minutes? About a half hour, yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. So what do you guys think would be the most difficult Zelda game of the franchise? Oh, uh, probably Zelda 2. Zelda 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because of, I would say because of the side-scrolling, that makes it really difficult to play. Yeah, and the enemies are really tough. And they, they're hard right from the beginning. Yeah, like immediately it's true. Like, that is a good point. Like, you can die like within the first five minutes and lose the entire game if you suck. And I suck. Trust me, I've done it. Isn't that the Zelda game where it had the sound chip in it? So when you die, Ganon laughs at yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. I can still hear it to this day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could still hear it to this day, but you was... keep you keep the hey listen on your ringtone. That's like the, that's so, like the most annoying. Fun factoid about that sound clip: it was actually booted from Mike Tyson. Really? Okay. Yeah. One of the guys that mocked you in the sure. in the boxing ring. I forget which character. They used that sample or that soundbite again for that yeah. ga- for Ganon. Funny enough, uh, Square Enix did the same thing on the Super Nintendo. Kefka's laugh in Final Fantasy VI is also in Chrono Trigger. So it just sounds different. It's like a different pitch. They pitch different, it differently, yeah, but it's the same laugh. Yep. All right. So. You, we all picked like our favorite one. What would be another standout uh, in the series that you love? A sleeper, mm, like a sleeper, a sleeper, one. Is a that... sleeper? Or one that doesn't get enough praise. Oh, you know what? I have to say, Phantom Hourglass for that one. See, I've never. What system was that on? Oh crud! I think that was on the Game Wii Boy Advance. Or no, I'm thinking of the Twilight Princess. Or no, the Nintendo DS. DS. Yeah. Damn, that's another 3D one that we forgot. Twilight Princess. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. There's so many games. There's like how, how, there's like 32 or, or even more. How many? About 23. I you know, eventually right. at at some point we need to talk about the split timelines. Oh yeah, the uh, the timeline where the hero loses and the one where and he wins. actually doesn't it split uh, in Ocarina of Time? That's when the split. Begins. Yeah, the split all happens around. Then Ocarina. you then you get like twenty nine games. Twenty nine games. You get total. like adult. You get like adult Link, and then you get um, kid Link, right? Okay, so the first one is um, they're all different the regular guys. Where they're, they're adult all Link, different guys. Adult Link beats Ganon, right? The second one is he loses to Ganon. And the third one is he uses that knowledge, goes back in time as a kid and oh, defeats Ganon before one. he uh, gets the Triforce. That's so dope. Like the Triforce I, I went, itself is the three pieces. One yeah. of what? Courage, knowledge, and power. power. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so. Ganon always gets power. Right. Yeah. I always thought it'd be cool if they did like a... Like a uh, one with like an old, like old man Link or like old like a uh, Logan, you know, old man Logan. Oh yeah. I always thought it'd be cool if you got like a young adult Link one, and then you also got like a future Link that you know bearded and. There was one not, Link not like old and like decrepit, but like I was gonna say, what did he say, boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was an old like a uh, zombie kind of link that trained a past link in one of the games too. I that was Twilight Princess. That's... That is a theory if I remember right though. Yeah, they 
Yeah, yeah. fan theory. Yeah, that there was some hints in there that. Uh, so what's the theory? That there's a like a skeleton that trains Link how to use Stalfos, and it's uh, theorized that um, that's in Ocarina of Time he gets lost in the Lost Woods, and it's you know said in there that if you get lost there, you'll become a Stalfos. And I can't remember exactly what the skeleton says to Link in Twilight Princess, but he's pretty much saying uh, something along the lines of uh, he was the hero of time, if I remember correctly. So it is theorized that that is Link from Ocarina. Interesting. Let's see if I can find the, find the quote. But There's also, um, in Link Between Worlds, you, the guy, there's like a kind of a, um, like a surprise or like a plot twist when you find out the guy you are buying shit from in that, right? Isn't that the, uh, the dark link or like the one from the shadow world? It's like you're, I don't know if it's a theory or if it's fact. I can't remember. It's not ringing any bells for me, so I can't say one way or another, to be honest with you. I know that the... The mask seller in Majora's Mask, he's a weird, creepy dude. <laughs> That's all I can say. And there's some creepy pasta stories about haunted Menor- I'm pretty Menora sure masks. you're like, you're like, cartridges. you're huh. interacting with like the dark version of Link, but you don't like realize it right away. I wouldn't, because I, because I mean, to me, my brain would be like, that has to be Twilight Princess, but I don't. No, that's it's in Link Between Worlds. Oh, it is Link Between. And I, isn't the creepy it's same in guys Low also Rule. in Breath of the Wild too? There's like a, a dark market that you buy some from a creepy guy. It's a very similar flavor, if not. Yeah, the same character. I mean that's kind of a you know if you look at all the Zelda games, even Breath of the Wild, the formula is always the same. Like, if you understand how to play one Zelda game, you understand how to play all of the Zelda games, right? Am I, well, for the most accurate? part. For the most part. Yeah, I mean, you get like, into yeah, the dungeons, you get keys until right. you get the item that the dungeon right. and then is you offering just, you. And then you get you, the master key, you fight the boss. And you get your, your, uh, your heart item, containers yeah. as many as possible. Like, it's... And the side quest. The formula is always gathering whether it's rupees or like in breath of the wild different parts plants yeah and hunt. so i mean that it was kind of a different aspect too to kind of create your own potions yeah well i mean it's kind of like the metroid I games that way cooking. too where it's always find the stuff fight the boss there you go i, I really liked uh being able to cook in breath of the wild yeah and just like the vast array of different things you could cook and, like, just going around and finding ingredients to, like, oh, I want to make that thing and see what it does. Or like, hunting. Yeah. You go, like, shoot, you know, go into the Arctic and shoot down a moose. It's or kind of the same thing as, like, Red Dead Redemption or GTA. It's that same kind of free And the game is just you can fill, looking, too. You can fill space just by fucking around. You don't even have to be doing missions. You for can hours. fuck around for <laughs> hours. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes do that so you can stock up, so you can beat the level. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you think about it, that game is almost designed to tempt you not to speed run it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's so much in it. I think. Do. Yeah, I think that but was. You a, could too. You could go right to Ganon from the very get go. You could. You could burn through it and go through the missions. You could. 
or go right to the boss, there's like I guess some YouTube videos will they'll have three hearts and go right after again and the right right. Oh, you can go straight game within ten minutes without using any glitches. Can you really? Yeah. yeah, I had no idea. So yeah, it's just that's cool. But yeah, but I think you would just miss so much as far as just the the enjoyment of that gameplay. I'm tempted to buy the the download, you know, the DLC expansion world, but I'm on the Wii U, so. Oh man, that's when I played. It was on the Wii U, yeah, and I didn't actually finish the game. Um, I think I got close, and then I, I can't remember what, why I stopped. But I need to buy it again on the Switch. I, I beat it. Just and like I, give it a playthrough. I remember that Ganon didn't seem as difficult as it should have been. And I think a lot of times it the wasn't bosses, really that you know, hard. Some as long the, as you were especially leveled up and you had items. Some of those enemies that were wandering around, though. Those, like, uh, old ancient... Uh, oh, yeah, like the ancient technology and then, like, the big old fucking dudes with the clubs and shit, you know? Yeah. The Lionels I mean, were especially yes, yeah. yes. that one. The, what was he? The red ones or gold or whatever color they were? I think were. the gold ones were the hardest ones. They were ones. so fucking hard to beat. Yeah. Like, just... So that's, like, the fun of that game is, like, you get that classic... Uh, you do get that Zelda feel, like the same kind of like you're doing those things that you always do in Zelda, but you have the freedom uh, to fuck around or get as strong as you want, or like you said, go fight Ganon right away and beat the game in ten minutes. And I think that was was great about it is you could make it your own experience. You didn't have to yes, like the old like Zelda two Link. You know, you had one course to go, and it was awkward and difficult to get there right in order to get over there you have to use the hook shot and, yeah and there's no other options and you Breath needed to have wild, they designed it to where you can use you have so many a huge array of ways of solving problems and i think like the levels and the, the, the uh, uh i mean the the castles were all puzzles those so I, the, the divines or something i mean i just like the puzzles in the gameplay as well it's not all just action uh, you know, beating up the monsters. There's that, and there's a puzzle which kind of makes you think and try to problem solve. I feel like game. that's something that Ocarina of Time did well. Mm-hmm. Is I, the I mixture to, the mixture of adventure and action, and then and puzzles. Yeah. You know, and also the water worlds didn't suck complete ass. Yeah, you know, and like most games back then. Anything involving water, and you're like, oh, it's gonna be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all again. Oh, dude, and not only that, but just like any fucking like Mario was maybe the smoothest. Yeah, Mario three or just like the smoothest underwater experience. Well, then I was gonna say in like Sonic, you get that damn timer when he's like five (laughs) seconds left, and you're like, God damn it, give me the bubble. Yeah, (laughs) I think the hard thing was Sonic two, right? Uh, one even was like, it? Yeah, there's a labyrinth zone. I think is what it's called in the oh first one. Fucking God. It sucks. Well, I think the hard thing about the water temple in Ocarina of Time was the fact that you had to pause the menu and then you had to go over to your iron boots, equip them. Un-pause, oh yeah, yeah. And you had to constantly do that all the time. Oh yeah, yep. And you're spending so much time underwater, you're always just so going you could to... walk 
underwater, right? Right, and they fixed that with a 3DS, so you could just equip it on and off. And an instant. that was and that my was, that made it a whole lot easier. That was my most recent experience, so I actually fucking forgot. Because like it, yeah, it is smooth on the 3DS, and it's no big deal. But uh, yeah, that's funny because I forgot all about that. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you ever do the Master Quest that they released for that on the GameCube? I didn't I wanted to, but I had just beat the game. Oh, yeah. so I'm like, uh, well, I could do that, or I could just, you know, play something else. Like, what's the difference, though? Uh, the whole, all the difference really is. Um, first of all, I I believe you take double damage. Um, the overworld is complete this the the, uh, the same except for on the 3ds they actually mirror everything so everything's backwards oh. and then the dungeons are a little bit different they've got different puzzles and some of them are really hard to solve interesting maybe I should yeah that'd be fun so did you ever beat the second quest in the original Zelda I have it was the what hard I I, I got I've gotten all the way to Ganon, but never defeated I'm going to grab him. one more beer. Grab me one, too, eh? Hey. Hey, Holzer. Hey, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it's all, it's what it's all about. <laughs> but yeah, like Ganon on that last, on the second quest of the original, it was so, you couldn't find him and he moved so fast. You're just shooting arrows at nothing, you know, but. Yeah. Which I, I got, mean, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it's really uh, interesting how like how solid the very first entry into the series really was. And if it wasn't nobody would give a shit afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's a good it's a good thing the second game wasn't the first one, right? You're right. Yeah, they did that. I think people would still like it. I mean, it's possible maybe. they would have we we would have called it Link and not Zelda all the time or just changed or because here's the deal. Back then, you were just happy to have a game to play. I think now we're spoiled and we are very nitpicky about the games we have. Mm -hmm. And so, but back then, maybe if the second game was the first, I think people maybe would have just loved it. I want to expand a little bit on that. As far as Zelda, it's probably one of my favorite franchises of games and Mario. You're lucky if you get one new Zelda game per console. Mm-hmm. And it's those between consoles where they just kind of, you know, like so the you're Switch, like they just kind time. of. So it's like, all right, there's a new console. That means there's going to be a new Zelda game. Yeah. Because really, as far as, for for most of my part, as far as what games of Zelda I played, it all depended on what consoles I had. Like I never had the Super Nintendo or the 64. I went from the the classic to GameCube. Yeah. And then, and then it was the Wii and the Wii U. And those are the consoles that. I had those Zelda games played with, you know. Um, right. So, and the same thing with Mario. It's like, okay, there's going to be a new Nintendo. Or like I'm seeing news about a new Zelda game coming out. So does that mean there's going to be a new Nintendo system to match? Well, or shortly I, de- thereafter? I don't think so. I think the new Breath of the Wild will just be on the Switch, right? As far as I know, yeah. Because yeah, they're going to lean one. on the Switch for quite Te- some time. Tears of the Kingdom. That's what he was. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's the official name, and it's available May twelfth. It's a direct sequel. As far as I know, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how often sequel. has that happened in Zelda? Once. Uh, well, uh, well Majora's there was Mask. Of time in Majora's Mask. That's it. Yeah. And they tried to do a three series to kind of do the whole Triforce thing, but the third one fell through. I guess you could say Link Between Worlds was a sequel. Yeah. True. 
although True. there was a huge gap and definitely but not that's, on the same system. Main point is that like it's also important to note that each time you're playing a Zelda game, generally you're playing as a new person. Like this isn't Zelda. Like uh, this isn't Link from the first game. Mm-hmm. That's a different guy. And this is something that is like a cycle. You Every know what I mean? hundred years. Yep. This is a cycle, and then a new Link is like reincarnated. That's yeah. A, is that a good? So, I just think that's interesting and really dope part of the story because I mean. You, they could totally just be like, yeah, it's the same guy, like, every time. And it's like, how many times is this bitch going to get, you know, kidnapped? Right. Well, so, I, that, at that point, I want Link to be like uh, Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. I'm getting too old for this shit. They're <laughs> <you know? laughs> <laughs> like Mario. Like, Jesus Christ, is Peach getting kidnapped or is she just cheating? Mm-hmm. And she just, like, crying wolf every time she gets caught. Yeah. And Bowser's over here like, damn, what the hell? I mean, he does have those giant spikes and anything's a dildo yeah, if you're brave horny. enough. He's horny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You can't, you can't blame her. I mean, really. But just, like, own up to it and be like, I don't want to be with you anymore, Mario. I like Bowser. Your mushroom just doesn't count, uh, cut it anymore, yeah, you, you know? <laughs> well, that's how it gets bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so weird it's really dark and twisted you know yeah nintendo's fucked up i was gonna say you think about nintendo is always kind of disguised some fucked up shit in a way like um in super mario world when he when yoshi extends his tongue it looks like mario's like punching the back of yoshi's skull that's giving him the fucking donkey punch yeah well, I always found it funny that some of the jumps where you have to jump off a of Yoshi in order to make it. To so sacrifice. Like you're sacrificing Yoshi just to make this it's jump. It's fine. He'll be back. I'll just pop up uh, in I think it's egg. a different Yoshi every time. He's <laughs> yeah. Coming it's out like, of an uh, egg. Mr. Meeseeks. Oh, yeah. Existence is pain. That's Yoshi. Pretty like much. This is fucking horrible. Well, and, and he and, just is reborn to die again. Wouldn't it be better if he had the memory of every death? <laughs> so, like, as he comes back, he's just more and more twisted. Well, it'd and, be funny if he comes back. He's like, you didn't even make that jump, you fucker. You don't try it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why he's always running away from you at first. Yeah, you're right. It's like it's Tom Cruise in that Edge of Tomorrow movie. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, it's a good movie. It's so fucking funny. There's he dies in some really hilarious ways, like throughout that movie. And then he just respawns in essence back to the beginning of that day, and he's like, "Shit, that is such a Groundhog's Day." Yeah, exactly. It's a fucking really good movie. Yeah, I would recommend it. I love that movie. It was like a Russian Doll. It was kind of that way on Netflix. Oh yeah, that was a pretty good show. Hadn't watched that, but fair. But yeah. Um. What what else have we not covered? Um, what are we talking about? Your speed run. Link's Awakening. Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about that. Okay. So, kick it off. Uh, about Link's Awakening? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, released on the Game Boy, the original Game Boy. Original. Yeah. They remade it for the Switch not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty good. They added a few new things, but mostly... I didn't know they, they had a Zelda... That's an exclusive? So it was an exclusive to Game Boy game. 
Yeah, the original Game Boy. Now, I was uh, gonna, they did have a Game Boy Color later. Right. Yeah, I was going to ask, isn't it technically a sequel to the first game or something like that? Isn't that one technically a sequel as well? I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. This I one didn't was... have Ganon. Ah, gotcha. Well, who was the bad guy? Uh, believe it or not, it was uh, like this egg spirit. Like this island had this big egg. On <gasps> oh, I know what you're talking about now. Man, you actually have to I, go I into the egg because the whole thing was a he, dream. He like goes, like crash. He's on a ship, right? Right. That's that. And, and then like crashes right. into yeah. the island. Okay. And it turns out the whole thing was a dream. And they did remake that. Yeah. They did remake that mm-hmm. on the color. Or was it the color? Or was it yeah, the, the Game Boy Color? They released it, and then I, they remade it for the Nintendo Switch. That's another one I haven't played. I'm trying to think of the ones that I have. So. The ones that I've completed, because like I think I've played most of them, but I haven't like completed them all. So, Fuck, but, man, but I, I can't think of. There's at least like five or six that I've so uh, there's played through and beat though. Ones we uh, Link's Awakening, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, um, Oracle of Seasons, and the Oracle of Angels. What ages? Okay. Ages. Okay, so the. Those are four swords adventures. That's part one Twilight and part two, Princess. right? The Oracle ones. Yeah, those were made that's by part, Capcom, believe like, it or not. And yeah, they're they're companion games. They're part one and part two, or whatever, right? Yeah, they're connected somehow. Or I is it like a Pokemon them. thing? I I want to say they are two separate stories. I don't think it's... Yeah, they're like, two separate. Okay. Uh, they're very identical to Link's Awakening. Yeah, and it like I, I said, I, Capcom... Maybe you don't have to the play one. them in order or anything. You can play one or the other. Oh, that's right. cool. Yeah. Maybe that's what but, I was thinking of. Skyward there... Sword. Yeah, on the Wii. Link Between that... Worlds, Trinity Force. Should be the Minish Cap in there, too. Skyward? Yeah, sk- Skyward. Spirit Tracks. Skyward Sword is one I never played but I wanted to. Isn't that uh, a sequel to uh, uh, Windbreaker? Actually, no. No, no, no. Um, Storyline-wise, or uh, timeline-wise, it is the very first game. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Wind Waker happens um, in the timeline where Link is defeated, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because the world floods or something like that. Yeah, because I went down a rabbit hole probably like, five or six years ago like just really into like just trying to understand the timeline of zelda because it's really like convoluted and it's cool oh it's fucking super cool it's almost multiverse it is a multiverse because like we said you get three different timelines and uh ocarina of time is that like split point yeah it's that key moment that just fractures and I heard uh, it was. I think it was a fan theory that the Triforce was originally designed for time travel, or could be used as a time travel mechanism. Was it the Triforce that caused the shit in Link's? Or uh, I don't think. But I think then that. But I think that also re- looks back at because it was Ocarina the Ocarina. It was the proof. Ocarina that you know he traveled through time with. It had nothing to do with the Triforce, right? Yeah. I was going to say, I don't, like, the Triforce itself, I don't remember 
too many games where it's like the heart of the plot. You know what I mean? Well, you have the very first It's like a tool, yeah. Ocarina yeah. of Time. It's just a tool. It's not ever like... I guess it is the end-all, beat-all, but it's not like the main focus of the story. Yeah. It's almost the key to get into the final level. Because, I mean, having all three pieces, you're supposed to be able to make whatever wish you want. And anytime Ganon gets his hands on it, he makes his wish for evil. Yeah. Yeah. What a dick. (laughs) Why can't he just wish for something cool? Like, why are you being an asshole, bro? Well, it's interesting, too, how he... I don't remember what the people he comes from, but how he also is kind of reborn all the time. kind of. Well, yeah, he is like... The evil that never fully dies, and then there a he a hero has to be born to like combat that. Mm-hmm. Which and it's and that's like the cycle. The Triforce is just part of the cycle. Yeah. Which one thing I will say um, in terms of how they do the uh, the beginning of Wind Waker, I love the very beginning cutscene of Wind Waker and talking and like showing the. That's such a good game. Yeah, and showing like the murals talking about how the evil comes back and stuff. I always thought that was a great use of like a cutscene because they had the technology to finally start telling the story in that way. I think it's a good way and a smart way to, because like we said, you have the same formula throughout all Zelda games. Like if you know how to play one, you know how to play all of them for the most part. So it's a good way to explain just like remaking the same game essentially over and over again. Well, this is just a time loop and it just happens all over and over and over again and it's never ending. So then... You have free reign to make as many Zelda games as you please. Mm-hmm. Now, if I remember right, I think I believe it was the Golden Goddesses from the Ocarina of Time where it's explained how the world was created of Hyrule. Oh, yeah, they, I they, think so. They were the three pieces of the Triforce. Like one created the sky, one the earth. And yeah. I think the other gave life or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Random question. Do you ever remember the Zelda cereal? Oh, fuck. Oh, nope. Can't recall. Was I'm a, sure that... There was a Nintendo cereal. I bet you they've I done that more that than back once. In the 80s. Yes, it was. And it was awful. It was it, just like, like a Captain Crunch kind of. And it just happened to have molds of Triforce or other shit like that. Yeah. If there's one thing, I mean, this is tangentially at best related to Zelda, but if there was one um, kind of period of time worth study from a business point of view, Nintendo were masterful on how they revived the video game industry after it had literally basically died. And uh, so that era with all that kind of stuff like that, we were talking that one time about the Mario comic book, if I remember right. Yep. And obviously Nintendo Power was a ma- massive success. And, you know, they had their own kind of just movies, TV shows. The, the 1-800 number? Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Remember you could call in and have some fucking kid tell you how to beat some shit? Yeah, it, it's they were, like, business-wise, they were the kings of the mid to late 80s. And no, pretty they, much... did, they did a killer job. And not only that, but, like... Uh, what killed video game? The video game industry was just like free reign on releasing whatever fucking shit game you made. Yep, and we're already we're actually kind of back to that with like indie games, but I think that's not a bad thing, right? 
Like these days, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Well, some of the indie games that come out are, are amazing. Are really good, yeah. Yeah, they're I had a picture of the Nintendo cereal and Super Mario Brothers, and yeah, yeah, it was. There's a reason why it's not on the shelf anymore. Cereal system, yeah, Nintendo cereal system. That's fucking. They give you cheat codes in the box too. Gets get the roof of your mouth like uh, Captain Crunch. (laughs) (laughs) No, you had to upgrade for the uh, to the Nintendo. It's just sugary puffs. Yeah, Yeah. I I do miss Nintendo Power as a magazine. It was it was a pretty good magazine. It would be pretty cool to get your hands on some of the old issues. It was a great idea. Just like turn through those. But now YouTube has killed any market for anything as far as new games because they just or or even Twitch. No, that's one of the hardest things about today's day and age with the internet. Anytime you're stuck, you just look it up. I remember having to go to school and figuring out who's playing what game and be like, "Hey, have you beaten this guy?" And trying yeah. to find somebody that's done no, the thing you're stuck on. There's definitely something missing. Like, so right now I'm playing through GTA Five again. The last time I played that was on the 360. Yeah, fucking, it's fucking kind of sad how old that years. game is now. It's, it's so good though. I'm playing it on my PC. I have a fucking amazing monitor. Like mm-hmm. my computer's the shit. So it is fucking beautiful and smooth and seamless. Um, but I'm using my old Strat Guide that I bought. <laughs> all those. I'm actually flipping the pages. <laughs> And it's actually way better than like looking shit up on the internet because I'm like, oh, I got to type in, oh, where's, you know, where all the secret stash is at? You know what I mean? So or, one of the best games. And, but I could just like look at the index, flip to the fucking page real quick. It's faster. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have like, I still have a Final Fantasy VIII strategy guide from that. And that made that game a lot easier, although it didn't teach you how to break the game. So if you've ever looked into how to break the game, it's actually kind of funny uh, in terms of which magic to junction and all that. I have one for Fallout 4, too. Nice. The fucking thing is a had, novel, bro. I had the, Zelda, the Zelda Atlas. It was from Nintendo Power. It was called the Atlas, and it had one, Zelda 1 and 2. Probably why I was able to get so far in 2. It had screenshots oh, you had the whole of every, everything cool. and, like, maps. And, like, on, like, the original Zelda had the unlocked maps, and it would show you which corners had, like, bushes to burn. All right, so here we go. Bring back strategy guides for every game. And full, like, really good ones. Like, the one for GTA Five. I got, like, a really big... Like, it's a book, man. They got everything in there. Yeah, I mean, um, I still have a few in my collection. I think the most recent one I ever got was Halo Reach, weirdly enough. And it's actually about an inch thick. Oh, dude, that game. ODST was so fucking good, too. Oh, don't get me started, man. The Blade Runner that's what I'm saying. Like, we will do episodes. Like, we're going to pick games. Yeah. Just pick a game or a series, and we'll just do this, like, once a month. Oh yeah, I am so down for that. If you want to hear me gush about ODST, I oh can that game is so good, and Dude, you're not yeah. even a Spartan, and it's like one of the best Halo releases as far as story, and you're not even playing as a Spartan. It's one of the few games where I legitimately bought the soundtrack. I think it's a three CD soundtrack, and I still have it because I was like, this soundtrack's fucking bomb. Halo just has amazing soundtrack. Period. Yeah. Although, for me, Halo dies after each, like Halo 4, Halo 5. I just can't get into it anymore, Halo Infinite. It's because it's not Bungie. 
Exactly. And Bungie, um, with oh, what was that series they made that um, I, um, what was it? I've lost the name, but they, you know, they're looter shooter kind of thing. I'm, oh, Destiny. Oh, I, I didn't enjoy it at all. I didn't either. I mean, I got like the appeal. Yeah. I, it's, I actually, so funny enough, I think Destiny was going to be the next installment of Halo, the Halo series. Like they were going to do that looter shooter, but use like the Halo Spartans and all that. Yeah, but they whatever happened with like losing Halo or whatever the fuck, and then they just turned it into Destiny instead of like Halo. Mm-hmm. What would be hilarious if it was supposed to be called Halo Destiny? Yeah, I mean the only looting game like that for shooter I like is Borderlands. Really, Warframe. Yeah, Warframe is good. Uh, also, I mean, not Warframe looter. is amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, not a shooter, but Diablo series as well. Diablo oh. three, great. Diablo two, great. So, have you guys played? Um, what the fuck is the game called? Hades. Oh yeah. Oh, that game's so good. Do you like it? Yeah, I yeah, really it's so good. That one. Have you played it? Uh uh-uh. uh You need to get on Steam and download that shit right away. Fair enough. It's um it's a roguelike game. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like uh what's that other one um Enter the Gungeon? Have you played that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's kind of the same kind of deal like random generated rooms and like you take out the enemies in this one and then like gather weapons. Like Hades is like that. You're stacking abilities. I got gotcha. Uh that fucking game is great. Download that one. Yeah. yeah the most recent game like that where you do random runs that i've played currently is a uh, returnal i haven't played that one that one's good those games are fun they are absolutely those games are fun they did a they had enter the gungeon and then what was the second one exit the gungeon i guess <laughs> I, I mean that logically makes sense i'll go with that i Return. can't remember the name of the second one it but it has like a like a weird side scroller aspect, kind of like the Zelda, Zelda Two, oh, okay. where they like change it a little bit, and you're like, "This is not what made the first game good." Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, it's well, and yeah, I mean, and it's like if you want to play, you know, like a plat- side scrolling kind of game, you've got some really good ones like uh, Little Nightmares and um, what was that one? Pony. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's still some really Cuphead. good. Well, I'm Luke trying to think. Luke what is that? There's a weird one. But I can't remember the name of it now. It's in my Steam somewhere. I was going to ask, uh, did we want to ask Tavis about speedrunning Zelda? Oh, yeah. Here? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that'd be Link to the Past. Uh, like I said, that was my favorite game growing up, so I've beaten it. I don't even know how many times it's been... Do you just do it, like, randomly? You'll be like, all right, I'm going to go smash this game real quick. Yeah, pretty much. And you and, just sit down and beat it. Yeah, and I know the game in and out, so I every time I do a speed run on it, I'm doing it 100%. And you can't, like, you're almost to the point where you can't lose, right? Pretty much, yeah. It's like you know the game so fucking well that it's, like, too easy. 
Oh yeah, because I know where every heart container is, where yeah. every bottle. I know exactly what direction to go through all the dungeons. I imagine the enemies come in the same sequence every single time too. Yeah, um, some of them kind of have a RNG attack about them, right. so sometimes it's a little. Yeah, I've seen him get unlucky with that one where you're on that metal grate and you can yeah get... with that worm guy. Yeah, yeah, knocking you off. Okay, so what's your fastest time? So I always do 100% speed runs. So I, it's not just a regular just get through the game as fast as you can. I get through it with every item. And my fastest time is 2 hours 19 minutes. Wow. Which is probably, last I checked, like 20 minutes slower than the world record. But I'm not trying to break the world record. <laughs> so, Why not? Hell sounds, like because sounds like there are could... thousands of people that do that. And that's they train for it. Train. And I don't want to do that. They, they get their Gatorade and their sweatbands. Oh and God. <laughs> They're playing it while running up the stairs. Right, well, they'll, they'll pull some stuff that will amaze you. Uh, yeah. I will say I have done something just for him. I just delivered it to him today that will help. Is uh, So the American Super Nintendo has these two little plastic tabs. That if you grind them away, you can play Japanese games in your American Super Nintendo just fine, right? And so uh, I'm planning on getting him a copy of A Link to the Past in uh, as in the, Japanese. Yeah, because the text goes quicker. How fucking cool! Yeah. Well, not only that, but there's a couple things you can do so in the you Japanese can speed version. Run a little faster. Yeah, exactly. Like you can use two items at once in some cases, where you can sprint and use your hammer, so you can sprint through a whole bunch of posts instead of having to knock each one down. You can just sprint so you can right cut a them. bunch of time. Yeah. Oh. potentially and so that's he may not be practicing for that world record but i'm at least trying to help him get closer yeah you're trying to guide him towards you're the enabling light. him every step you can i'm like palpatine <laughs> i'm like do it <laughs> do, do it yeah, do right. it well my wife would kill me if i played that game four times a day and like, you just beat it well, well i'm doing it again uh, yeah <laughs> well see me do it again <laughs> yeah. time me go to see me because <laughs> i can i'm gonna yeah <laughs> i'm gonna tomorrow and the day after that she's like and i'm getting divorce papers yeah the another classic i've watched him beat a ton is super mario world where he gets all 96 stars and i have that. never beat that game yeah. I can't. The only one that I could even go close to would be Super Mario 3. I, I can beat the first Mario. Uh, one time when I was really drunk, I beat it in 10 minutes. Nice. I think the world record's like four minutes under, and yeah, under five seconds. So I was pretty happy because I was talking a bunch of shit that night. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could fucking beat that game. So fucking fast. And then, like, I actually did it, and I was like, mm, wow. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> because I was, like, watching people, uh, like, speedrun it. So I kind of had the idea in my head mm -hmm. on how to do it. I died a few times. But still... I fucking beat it in like 10 minutes, and I'm like, phew, that's cool, because like, I was just running my mouth a lot, <laughs> and I wasn't sure I could do that. So Yeah. I like watching speedrunners, because sometimes they will have a little trick that I can try and copy and use to make the game easier or something. So, like, for example, have you guys ever played Donkey Kong Country? Oh, yeah. Come on. The minecart level, right? Mm -hmm. everyone fucking hates it right and it's i always thought it was the funnest part of the game okay fair you're you're in the minority i always hate it you're weird yeah as a Weirdo. kid 
But one thing I saw in the this speed is the room. guy with the hey, listen thing. I'm going <laughs> to keep coming back to this. Hey, listen. Yeah. But uh, there's a trick where um, so you start the level, you've got the Donkey Kong barrel right there. And if you jump over that and fall down the cliff tight to it, you skip. The, uh, I'm good, thanks. You skip the whole level. You have to jump one dude, and you're done. It's the same with Stop and Go Station in that same game. If you go out the, if like as soon as you go into the entrance, if you walk right back out, you skip most of the level. And I see that in the speedrun, and I'm like, well, shit, this just makes it easier. That yeah, since we're talking about a text, so you can hear the hey, listen. So okay, so oh, you're gonna play it. Put put it up to the mic, so yeah, oh, he's gonna send me a text. So it'll. Yeah, give me a second. My phone is uh, runs on the last. Uh, since while, while you're doing that, see, this is, I've got the FM transmitter phone. Ah, what? Are the aliens trying to reach you? <laughs> oh, most definitely. I think they would go for Bill because you know I'd be. They'd be like, "Don't talk about this," and I'd be like, "Okay," and then I'd go totally talk, just about, talk it. about it all the time. Oh yeah. I was gonna say he's got the good music. They'd just be like, "Hey, tunes, man!" Like, sure, just pack another bowl for me, bro. <laughs> the alien ganja. Uh, what the fuck was I gonna say? I was gonna say I'm gonna send him a oh, text, and we were, I'm literally we were... typing, "Hey, listen." <laughs> yeah. Let's see here. So he's gonna. Hey, listen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> Uh, no, we were talking about speed running and one of my very favorite games ever is Soul Reaver. Have you ever played Soul oh, Reaver? Oh man, I remember that. I love that fucking one, game. Right? Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, probably not that great now, you know, but like yeah. at the time I was blown away by that shit. I was watching, uh, like to your point where you're like, uh, People taking advantage of, like, uh, not necessarily glitches in the game. But just but... tricks that make it easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, um, and I was watching a guy, like, speedrun. And there was, like, a whole, like, controversy because uh, this guy, um, people were speedrunning it, and they thought they had, like, fully mastered this shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then on this, like, Reddit page or whatever, this guy's... Uh, he posts his speed run, and it's like f- fifteen minutes faster than, or whatever. It's a lot of time off, and people are like, "Bullshit, cheater!" Yeah, and yeah. It, it was like a whole thing, dude. Um, uh, speed running is interesting to me because it's like not something I have ever done, mm-hmm. but I kind of like watching it. I love watching it. I just don't have the skill. Uh, just and I've just accepted so, that. <laughs> so there's this one game, uh, NES you don't have the time. remix. That too. You don't have the time. That's what it is. So for we, there was a game NES remix, and it would do. Sp- it's a good game. It would force you to do speed runs. It'd be like, yeah. all right, this mission it's actually is, a really great game. We had Excite Bike on there, and uh, it was all just mashed up. All the games are just mashed up. You were playing like Zelda. You're playing. You were using Link in like uh, World One Two. It's and you had to beat game. it, or you're playing, or <laughs> it's awesome. like World it's so Two good. Three, and you're and and it's all and and your speed B is locked in the whole time you're playing. You so have you have on... to run full speed the whole time. 
You have that on the Wii U? I've got the disc, yeah. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I had it or on. It's, I think it's the original Wii. It's not even Wii U. And see, the Wii. No, it was the Wii U because I had it? it on the Wii U, too. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say the Wii, that's a console. I bought it, or oh, well, I got it for my birthday. Hated it. I just, and never played it again. I just, what, I hated the motion controls. Sorry, you said the Wii or the Wii U? For the Wii. Now, I own a Wii U, but I... The Wii was more gimmicky. It wasn't a gamer's console. Yeah, exactly. And I hated it. And I was just like, nah, fuck that. I'm done. I'll go play GameCube. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to say fuck that because I one of the best versions of Resident Evil 4 is on the Wii U. Or on the Wii. Yeah. I mean, the Wii does have good stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like Twilight uh, Princess was on the Wii. The Wii and the GameCube. Yeah, although... Was like, it on the GameCube? It was. Yeah, it was they a released GameCube both port. of them. Um, that was another it. one where they mirrored it because Link was always left-handed. Yeah. And so they designed him being left-handed, but when they were porting it to the Wii, they realized, well, they can't uh, yeah. do it left-handed because the majority of people are right-handed, so they actually mirrored the game. For so the why Wii. not just make it so you could pick... Because then oh, they'd have to recode have to it. On they'd one. have to code the whole Skyward thing. Sword's the same way, right? Where he's also right-handed, isn't Yeah, it? Skyward Sword, he's right-handed. Or was it because the nunchuck uh, didn't work in the oh, right I hand? Forgot about, I, I played that. I forgot. totally forgot. That, I'm not sure, to be maybe honest. It, maybe it was designed just for... Yeah, because you needed the it main It must have been remote. a controller-designed thing. Or it could just be, you know, they're like, well, these Americans aren't going to want to change. I don't want to use this remote my left hand, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I could see it being that simple, too. True. Because, you know, yeah. I mean, they probably have test audiences for while, decisions w- like that. While we're talking about the Wii, or no, 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 the, uh, the GameCube, one of my favorite... Uh, One of my favorite experience, like uh, Zelda experiences, was Zelda: The Four Swords. Oh, yeah, and I got like the full experience. I had my GameCube, I had my Game Boy Advance, uh, and this was pretty oh, and amazing. You could link them together, D- yeah. right? Yeah. So you would you would buy the link cable. It would you could that would make it so you could plug your uh, advance in and then use it as a controller but not only that so you're using it but anytime you went in a house or a cave or like in somewhere the it would switch from the tv to the d the game boy screen so you were using both screens and while you were playing on the tv you had a you had a map on your controller Somebody said that that was the most expensive game to play. It was the shit. But that does sound pretty cool. Yeah. So I, you, Okay, here's the thing. If you already have a GameCube, you're playing a bunch of... And there's a million fucking great games to play on that, by the way. Maybe one of the best systems I, ever made. I would Absolutely. have to agree. For, yeah. for, for Nintendo... It's an all-star. It's yeah. amazing. It's I think it's the if you look at just the catalog of games. I think that's what makes it great is cuz it was probably the most wide open, you know, cuz I always thought, you know, like Xbox or, or or Sony, you know, you had all these like third, you know, almost like and bottom wi- shelf producers of a games. Wi- a wide you know? the only thing that compares now is like a uh, Game Pass. Like yeah, totally there's a lot of games on the new systems. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But it's 
once again, you have to look at the time shit was released. And at the time, you know, there wasn't another system with like such a crazy array of games. And see, and I could go play Soul Calibur 2 and then jump on Paper Mario. To- Tony yeah. Hawk. And dude, Soul, Tony Hawk. Soul Calibur 2 oh, yeah. is amazing. So good. And then uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Mm-hmm. That Here's... fucking game is incredible. My and, it, big... and it's, oh. sorry, I don't oh, mean to good. cut you. But that game is still beautiful. Yeah. To this day. Honestly, um, uh, if you get a GameCube, um, they now make um, a uh, little HDMI dongle. So you can take an original GameCube and have it run out HDMI and have a true clean wow. 480p Ooh. signal. And it's fucking gorgeous. And but they I, were the first to have the wireless controllers. We mentioned this. Then, huh? The WaveBird, yep. I need to buy a GameCube again. And they, uh, the discs in them too, like, or the, the lasers are tanks. You know, I've never personally come across a GameCube where the laser was dead. Yeah, they're really, really well made too. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say the thing that's interesting, uh, the reason why I loved the GameCube back then, and also why I loved the Dreamcast, is those two consoles had a soul. They were distinctive, unique. They, it felt like Sega. It felt like Nintendo. And that was kind of my biggest problem with like the PS2 and the X, original Xbox. Is they just felt more more like third party machines. And they didn't. Yeah. They did. They felt vanilla to me. Yeah, d- I think that's one thing point. that Nintendo did well. The whole over each. It's like yeah, absolutely. People are fans of the system as well as the games that are on the system. Like I love the GameCube. Yeah. Like I could say the same thing about Xbox, but that's like a brand loyalty thing more than. Well, no, I was gonna say, look at the PS2. If you ask someone, what are your favorite PS2 games? Like for me, it'd be like Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy X, Shadow Hearts, stuff like that. They are all made by another company, right? Square Enix, typically. I don't remember who who we say Shadow Hearts was again. Is Nautilus? Yeah. So, I mean, even... God of War is another one. Yeah. Yeah. So, God of War, to be fair, I mean, they do have... Is it Naughty Dog that makes them? I, I can't remember which... I think student. so. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, God of War Ragnarok's coming out really soon. Yep. Or is it out? It's either I just... I don't think it's out yet. Yeah. Dude, I played the... Well, the first one... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not the first one, but like the the, the first, the North, one that the Norse yeah, mythology, right? One. Amazing, amazing fucking game. Well, and as a Stargate SG One fan, to have Christopher Judge be the voice actor, I'm like, I approve of this, <laughs> dude. It's a it's the same kind of feel as uh, Breath of the Wild, since this is a Zelda episode, uh, but. It's like you've played God of War. You know, uh, it's kind of the same thing. If you played one God of War, you've played them all, and you can play all them all. Yeah. But then you come to something like uh, the newest God of War, not Ragnarok, but the one before. You come to something like that. You're in this open world, and you have options. Suddenly, you're not in a linear story. Mm-hmm. Where you could, if you play long enough, you can beat it within the evening. It's like you could play all night and not even get through more than a few of the uh, main story missions. You can go fuck around. Like I spent so much time killing the Valkyrie. 
Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you get really badass armor from it. So it's like, oh, I'm killing all these bitches, and they are fucking so hard to beat. Yeah. So it took me more, like a week, just to kill the Valkyrie. But you know what's sad about it to me is that it, um, with the way things are with gaming, the Switch is the only console where all the Nintendo games on it stay there. Whereas you think about it, Sony's been allowing um, their games to go on PC. Microsoft has been doing that for a while. So a lot of the times your PS5 or your Xbox, was it Series X or whatever they call it, they're just little PCs in a box. Uh, They're actually better than a PC right now. Fair, but... Uh, Like as far as like price... Like yeah, you could price totally, or performance. You yeah. could totally build something equivalent or better than a Series X, but you're going to be hard pressed, and you better have some cheddar, son. Well, it's one of those. What if I told you, hey, you could play that new Ragnarok game on a 490 Ti? Like, oh, yeah. who wouldn't take that deal and be like, hell yeah? And then on a PC, you can fucking. Uh, that's the one thing is like on a PC, you have full uh, free free range ability to just. Uh, mod the fuck out of any game that you please. So do you think Nintendo will ever have an option to kind of connect to the PC? No. Have their own portal? No, they don't what, do anything like that. What, what if the technology allowed them to control their own brand the way they wanted it to? Here, Just we, like an app or whatever. The you only know? way I would see that happen is if they did a Sega where their hardware line died, where they like you know nearly died as a company, and they just go to be a third and party you get developer. The, you get the Nintendo PC. Like, yeah, like the just you know, oh hey Mario on Steam, you know, I you I know, know I think yeah, they're yeah, smart yeah. enough to adapt to the client to, to to the marketplace if the marketplace demanded that kind of. Mm-hmm. service but i think they, they've here's played the, the niche of of kitty uh, well, i mean the, at least as far as we well, you here, here, and we thing. here's the thing uh nintendo has always blazed their own path as far as gaming goes they don't follow sony and microsoft mm-hmm. they are all about innovation and doing something new and like if you look at the wii and then the Wii U, and then up to the Switch. It's a very obvious, like, like they're actually upgrading the system every time into something better and better. And it's like... And like the like Wii Switch being portable. The Wii U, and, yeah, the mm-hmm, Wii U true. is actually the first iteration Yeah, because I have Switch. a screen in my hand. And that was so great! Yeah. yeah. See, I think... I love the Wii U. Yeah, I was going to say, if I were Nintendo and I was planning out the next console, right, you know what I would do? I would just do a, a, a beefed-up version of the Switch where the games are the same cartridge, kind of like what they did with the DS to the 3DS, where it's the same cartridge. They just boosted the hell out of the hardware, and you have that backwards compatibility. And see, the cartridge isn't even a something holding you back anymore you can have terabytes of space yeah yeah and those are just modified sd cards oh yeah i'm just saying you know if they if the switch 2 we'll call it let's say came out and it was just basically a you know a kind of a seamless transition into the you know to where it's I, i agree something that is the switch but it is close to or comparable to like the series s 
So with a switch with more balls. But yeah, exactly. it would be huge. I mean, the thing that makes the switch work is because it's, you know, you can't make a so, you know, you can't put a Series S or X in something the size of a switch. I mean, they're making that. Yeah. And actually, you could argue that some of Nintendo's most successful product has always been their handheld. Oh, yeah, the 3DS, I think, sold over 150 million units. Not just that, the Game Boy. Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Color. Like, it's all... They have dominated the handheld. Yeah, Yeah, the Game Gear flopped. Atari Lynx flopped, right? You know, it's... For the most part, the PSP didn't do well at all. That sucks because the PSP was really great. It was. I was gonna say I think Nintendo will have to drop a new hand or a new Switch soon though because you have the Steam Deck and I can't remember someone else just came out with another kind of beefy portable and so they're getting competition in that space now so I think they're gonna have to do something. You know, I got a question for y'all. Um, so I do not own a Switch. Would right now today? Would you or would you wait? Hold out for the next? I think you should get one right away. Get one now. Yeah. Get the OLED screen version. Uh, the the uh, new one. Yeah, the new one. It looks beautiful. That screen it's is beautiful. Just yeah, you could totally wait on the next one, but I don't think that's coming for a long time. Probably another First, two years, if I had to guess. It, but also, and... but also, if you love the GameCube, I think right, right on the GameCube's heels is the Switch. It's as far as like the best two systems that Nintendo has ever made, and that's fucked up because you could say the NES. I mean, come on, that's in there too. Well, for me, if there's a top three NES, GameCube, Switch. And that's fair. I was going to say my problem with um, with what Nintendo did is the Wii, in my opinion, the original Wii was them selling the fuck out. They did not care about us hardcore gamers with that by and large. They, I think that was a time of innovation and like trying. It was things. one of their best selling too, so it rewarded them for that decision. Oh, they got exactly. they made so much money. So that's and I think in the long term that was like they got the high. But then they were still chasing the dragon that they're never going to catch. Well, and you look at the Wii U. It sold like 10 million units in like five years or something but like that. Total failure. That was a horrible failure. And that sucks because the Wii U is so... I like it. It's a good console. Yeah, it's a, but it's hardware, too, was not as reliable as like Nintendo stuff of the past. Nintendo used to mean built like a tank, could throw it down the stairs, and it'll still work. It's true. Like the GameCube. How many people have dropped a GameCube? Right, because oh, with the uh, handle, I don't think I dropped one, but I think I have always, one. It always Those felt controllers for sure. It always yeah. felt like really sturdy and like yeah, you could drop it and it wouldn't like destroy the fucking thing. Yeah, I've never lot. broken a Nintendo controller other than maybe the analog stick in an N sixty four or the Joy Cons for the Switch. They are trash. Okay, fair or off brand shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, those are garbage. Don't go off-brand Nintendo. No. But you could know. throw a GameCube controller across the room, and I wouldn't even blink an eye that it's going to fail. And it's the same as the Super Nintendo or the NES. You throw and, it as hard as you want, and I'm not worried about I'm it. And I'm just going to go out and say it. I think other than the uh, the... What the fuck is the one you can buy for the Switch... 
The Pro controller? Yeah, the Pro. Love that uh, Other than that, I mean, that's like the standard controller design these days, and obviously that's good. But I think the best controller that Nintendo ever made was the GameCube controller. And it's just a modified version of, like, a modern one. Mm-hmm. So it's got all the the same qualities that make a good controller. It's just in like a weird package, and I love it. It's just I don't the, think you're going to have many people argue with you on that one. Yeah, a lot uh, of people love GameCube. The GameCube controller is so great. It's so comfortable. It just melts into my hands, and it's so comfy. And it, like I think also what's nice about I it actually, is like the, the I important actually, buttons are bigger and more comfortable. I actually bought a GameCube-style controller for my Switch. That so did I. I because the I ones love, you actually plug in, and anytime yep. we play Super Smash Bros. on the Switch, it. you have to use the GameCube controllers. Yeah. I have a Pro controller, and I have the GameCube one. I will use the GameCube one 100%. And it's corded, and I will still use that over yeah. the other one. The old, one of the new ones with the uh, additional, like the L1 button or whatever. Oh, yeah, or yeah, Z1. yeah, yeah. Yep, they got the two uh, buttons on the top, right? Yeah, because the original GameCube had the it two only had big the gray ones and then one additional that shoulder button. Right, one. yeah, it had yeah. the yellow one. It had the yellow one on the left, right? Oh, that was a purple on, one purple, on the yeah. right. Or whatever, uh, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, I thought so. Was yeah. it? On this yellow one, was has, like a like the X and the the, the three C stick I think is what it was called wasn't it called it's the like C what? stick or something Oh yeah yeah yep I was gonna say the only other perfect so I I think GameCube controller pretty much perfect the only other Nintendo controller that's perfect to me is Super Nintendo fits in your hands I love the layout it is of, much better than a regular NES controller Yeah. For just, sure, it's just the ergonomics. You have to go with the. Uh, what about the NES Advantage? <laughs> what do you mean? That was the that, joystick that, that, yeah, controller. Yeah, that big oh, fucking. So, thing. so it was a big joystick, like that arcade style, cool, dude. But it had turbo, and it also had slow motion. With yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Oh. You had the sliding <laughs> toggle, where you could like put it on turbo. Yeah, I, I had mean, a couple of them controllers for my, uh, for my Sega. Not like the big one with the joystick, but like, you know, those turbo controllers. Yeah. And it's just basically spamming the button. Yeah. That's all it is. Or we do it with the start button. And so if, if if start was actual pause, it would be slow motion or it would bring up your menu over and over and over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say that's one thing. If we if it, if we ever want to get into Sega versus Nintendo, Sega never got their controllers as good. No, in my their controllers were garbage. They got it all better than the power glove. Yeah, but I mean, like Dreamcast, the joystick is fucking trash and you only get one. And then the Saturn, eh. The Genesis again. You needed the six button version, but the original three button. Eh. Yeah, that. Well, see, the turbo ones were the six button. Ones. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and they it, were. It, yeah, but it didn't actually give you more buttons. Those are the same buttons as the ones beneath them. And then you know what I mean. Like, so what was the advantage of the six button? And then the games became more about the odd combinations rather than just hitting it faster. So it made yeah, that whole. Well, thing. I know that there are some fighting games where in the Genesis, since you only had three, like the three would be three punches, and you'd have to hit start to switch to kicks. 
And so the buttons oh will be... Oh, my the, fucking God. I'm not kidding. No. I don't remember which game it is, but there is a game like that where you have to hit start to switch between do you want to punch or do you want to kick? <laughs> oh, yeah. that sounds okay. terrible. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> it is. Okay, so that's where extra buttons coming in would actually be advantageous. Yeah. No, it's just the Genesis... The thing I love about Sega is if they weren't doing well, they just say, fuck it, throw something at the wall and hope it sticked. And that's exactly what they did with the Genesis. It was a gamble that paid off. I had my Sega Genesis for many years. I played a lot of great games on it. Mm -hmm. I will never shit on the Sega other than, yeah, the controllers suck. Yeah. Like, if you... That's kind of the thing, you know, talking about like product of the times type thing is like you use a current Xbox controller and then go use a Sega controller. You're going to be like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? (laughs) Yep. And this is what you played with. Like if I had my kids play a Sega, you know, they would probably have a stroke. Or some kind of meltdown because the controller is broken, Dad. The controller is broken. Why doesn't it work right? Where's the shoulder buttons? Ah, uh, you see what I grew up with, son? Enjoy. And uh, You mean you have to play with your hands? <laughs> yeah, that's like a baby's toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing's a piece of crap. My, one time I was playing uh, Punch-Out. Mm-hmm. My son walks in the room and had the audacity. To go, what is this generic game you're playing? I was like, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> well, was it Mike Tyson's Punch Out or is it yes. Punch Out? Well, it's the same game. Yeah, but it was Mike Tyson the last character. No, it was an it was an emulator. Yeah. Uh, so it was Mr. Dream. I just I wish I still had that cartridge. Yeah. It's, Mike Tyson's point. Yeah, yeah I had that. Worked. I had that back in the day. I used to have it too. Mm-hmm. You know, I I sucked so bad at that game, and I've never beat that game. I've never beaten uh, that I, one. I beat Super Punch Out. Oh yeah, I beat Punch Out. I beat Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Uh, well, that because it was R and what was the fucking word you used uh, when you're following like the patterns of the game. And that was like a big thing about old games. It's like mm-hmm. once you got the pattern down, mm-hmm. so what was the word you used? RNG? Yes, or? yes. Yeah. RNG. What, do you, so, what does that mean? What was the acronym? Random number generator. Gotcha. So it's like there's a certain amount of things that, that you know they're going to do. And a lot of those games, they would do it the same way every time. So if you figured out the pattern you could flaw it that's probably what you're doing in that zelda game too for a lot of it there are some enemies yeah, as you're so used to you know exactly what he's gonna do you're mm. ready for it like so i know a guy who streams on tiktok and he plays punch out all the time and just fucking you know he can beat mike tyson and around yeah, and it's nothing to him. That's, I mean, that's the only way. As far as the original one is, you had to go three rounds because you didn't have enough stamina or energy to knock him out. TKO no, until not, you knocked him down. No, it's the same. In, it's, I mean, that's how I the strategy can, I played. Anyways, right? You yeah. beat it. Are you saying you yeah. beat it? You fucking liar! I did. When you were a kid, because it's exactly that. You didn't have the, when you were a kid. 
Yeah. You beat Mike. To, you're such a fucking liar. No, it's probably because I because you had the patterns. You knew his tells. Oh God. Listen to but these the, fucking tall the, the, tales the, that he weaved. Strategy for I mean, it was one of the few games that I did. Um, but you had to go all three rounds, and you had to do technical knockout. Mm-hmm. You had to be able to knock him down at least you know two times each round. And by the time you knocked him down, like that total of what, like six times, why you tell these TKO. lies? Or, 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 or uh, no, just not just knockout. Yeah, or, I, I actually I think you're telling the truth because a lot don't of, encourage him. He's but, lying. But hey, here's hey, the thing: give me my one chance. <laughs> so here's one, the thing: how many I'm of us fine. growing up had a ton of games to choose from? Really, you had like maybe half a dozen at best, and you just played the fuck out of. I that, bought the no power, matter how I bad the power glove. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I was talking about earlier. Is like. With the with the Zelda two thing, mm-hmm. it's like if they release that as number one, I think it still would have done well, just because you had nothing, literally nothing to compare it to. Yeah. So you're like, oh, this is this is good. This is what video games are. Well, yeah, and that I mean, you think about it, it's just, I mean, I I can tell you like there are games like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde on the NES. I oh pl- god. Dude, that game fucking sucks, right? Everyone knows that game sucks, but because it was one of the ones I had, I would just play it, and I could not wrap my head around it. Nightmare on Elm Street, or or Friday the 13th. Well, there's also such a thing as like a... Fester's Quest, even. Fester's Quest. That was actually kind of fun. It is, but it's... Or Back to the Future. The Back to the Future game, I so wanted it to be good, and it fucking sucks. Well, E.T., I never play. I have never played ET, and I don't is, own a copy. That I is should. Literally, I was an um, Atari, right? Yeah. yeah, it's uh widely renowned as possible. Fucking shit! Stop! <laughs> it's Stop widely renowned as the worst video game ever created. Yeah. Did you know that uh, because of how horrible it was selling and all that, that Atari legitimately fucking buried. Hundreds of thousands of copies. Oh, yeah. And then they eventually found it like 30 some odd years later. That's hilarious. It was in the desert. They had yeah. just literally They fucking it. buried them. <laughs> yeah, they... Like a fucking dead body. They're like... We Hide will, that shit. You know, they buried a guy with who was threatening to talk. You know, he was like, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... You guys can't do this. I'm not gonna let this happen. Dude. And they were like, "Bam!" and pushed his body. It was probably the creator. Hey, Jimmy, <laughs> yeah. like, it's you can't your fault. Do this. You can't do this. I'm an amazing game creator. Like you're the worst. Wow, dude, they well, Jimmy Hoffa that game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny as shit. It's true. If if you ever watched, I'm guessing you watched uh, that show then. The Netflix the games docu- that made us. Games that made us mm-hmm. so good. Well, the creator's still alive. He's on that documentary. So allegedly, he's allegedly. alive. Oh, allegedly, allegedly, it's a robot. It could be paid actor, deep fake. Would you really know who really made that game? They could no. be like, oh, this is this is Brian. Of course, they just uh, went outside and be like, hey, you come here. This you're, is you're the mo- creator of ET. Yeah, you. We're gonna pay you one million. Dollars. <laughs> you just have to say, I created the worst video game ever. See, that's when you have your opportunity to be like, you just don't get it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just don't. You just don't get it. That's fucking funny. And you know what's even funnier is that Doctor Evil and uh, Donald Trump 
talk exactly the same way. I never thought about it, but yeah, in a way, they kind of do. <laughs> they do. A little food for thought. If Trump ever brings his pinky to his so mouth, I want you. I want sure. next time you hear Trump speak, then you can also picture Doctor Evil saying what he's saying, and you will be like, "That works." We're gonna make them build a wall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have freaking laser beams on their head <laughs> on <laughs> the wall. <laughs> And in China, it's gonna doing be it. the greatest. It's gonna be the greatest wall with lasers on the wall. It's gonna be the best wall ever made. And there's gonna be landmines for miles. Oh, for miles. It's, you know, the the other guys just say they have landmines for miles. It'll be for feet. <laughs> exactly. It's fake news. It's fake news. Uh, so Zelda. Yeah, Dude, we that, went that's on a hell of a tangent. Is that what we're talking about? We yeah. went off. We were of that no. a while ago. Well, like, so is there anything uh, you guys want to cover about like the Zelda series, like in general? They're fucking that amazing. We have, that we haven't have that them. we haven't talked about, or what's something about Zelda that you don't think it's acknowledged the way it should? Is as far as not just like the gameplay, but like how. It's or, been a part of you, like your own personal story, as far as as far as Zelda goes. Well, for I, me, you know, that's one of the classic games I grew up with because I had it for the NES. It was the very first one I played, and I pretty much played all of them as they came out. So, as a gamer, that's one that's always been there, and that's one that I for the most part, always relied on. Even for the ones I didn't really care for too much, like Skyward Sword, I still had fun with it. Still beat it. But the Wind Waker, I'm sorry. That just made me think of the Wind Waker again. I really like The Windbreaker. The Windbreaker. Breaking wind. I'm thinking of farts. Are you thinking of jackets? Yes. <laughs> I guess that's how my little... Yeah, my Maybe it's brain. a guy that I wears jackets and farts a lot. Both. The most Windbreaker. Dose. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. But yeah, it's been such a huge part of my my life that I can't even think of video games without having that just pop in there somewhere. Mm. I, I agree. It's part of my gamer DNA. Mm-hmm. It's the very, very core. Because I think if it wasn't for that original Zelda game, I wouldn't care for games as much as I do. At least that adventure style that's probably a Fantasy lot of game. people. Like a lot of people could say the same thing. I would imagine. If there's one area about Zelda that I do think is underrated, because you know, when people talk about stories in video games and storytelling, the Final Fantasy is going to be up there just because of what it is. But look at the original Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I mean, it's zero not zero story. I mean, there's there as... literally zero story. There is. I was going to say the irony of what you're saying, though. Well, they had it in the manual, though. They had. Yeah, you had to read the manual, though. But I mean, even then, though, there was story there. Yeah, there's it was no, little. There's it, stuff, you had to piece it mean. together. Like you go to the old man and behind the waterfall, he has a secret. And I get. Yeah, but I think it was still in the infancy where it didn't. None of those games of that generation had great storytelling. No, but but it it, it started to. It's hard to realize do. It's where hard. The, you know there were points that they could step on. Because you think about it, 
before Nintendo came out with that sort of stuff, you had Atari. What storytelling do you really have Atari? Yeah, for Pong. Yeah, or Missile Command. And aliens are invading. Shoot <laughs> them down. Okay. Like, you know, that's it. And, like, Zelda, while very much still in its infancy, there was more to it than what oh, had come shit. before. Or one fan theory that the, uh, you know, take this, it might be dangerous out there, that the wizard from the original is actually yeah. the king. He should um, give you a fucking pistol. Yeah. It's dangerous out there. Take mm-hmm. this fucking gap. Aquabus or what it was the the old ancient rifle? Aquabus oh, or Blunderbuss. Yeah. Yeah. But you think about it like how we were talking about the timeline earlier, right? Like I mean, I get the timeline is probably something retroactively they put together. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. But it still is. it's it's neat. And it's a neat approach to a gaming series and gaming lore and i always wish that final fantasy had done something like that and connected them more you know what i mean so is that something they never did huh as far as i know just getting i kind of like the anthology feel of final fantasy though yeah and that's fine i just in a way it'd be kind because you have a sid in almost every one of them right like there are and you have moogles in i don't know how many of them but quite a few i don't know what that means i think the first one was in nine well no you had them in final fantasy six. Oh, that's right you did yeah yeah so i mean uh so i mean they're uh they're like a cat-like looking creature and they've they've existed in multiple Zelda or uh, Zelda, sorry final fantasy games so there are shared elements that do repeat, but not to the same degree as Zelda. But yeah, as far as I know, there's really not a lot, if anything, connecting them. You know, speaking of the timeline, I don't think they ever put Breath of the Wild in the timeline anywhere. Interesting. As far as I know, they never did. Because I, I remember seen... trying to figure that That's out so... as I was playing, because okay, it was so... like there was Koroks, which you only saw in the the Zeldas with water, Yeah, which means that was the uh, timeline where... He failed. He failed. Yeah. Okay. Before, because we're running down on time. Yeah. Right? Uh, before, okay, let's talk about the timeline real quick. Explain that. So you said he failed. Mm-hmm. Failed where? Killing Ganon in Ocarina. Ganon one. Okay. Yeah. That's one timeline. What's so? What about the other two? The other two is he won or he beat Ganon as an adult like you see in the video game. Right. And the third one is when he goes back in time and uses the knowledge that he knows to stop Ganon from even getting the Triforce to begin with. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I, have you looked into any of that, Bill? I, I've heard a little bit about that's all through Ocarina of Time's kind of the, right. the center core there for all of that. It is a mythology. Yeah. Dude, it is a whole rabbit hole, and anybody listening, I would encourage you to just go check it out. Yeah, and it's just cool. I mean, how many games do that? It might inspire, if you've never played a Zelda game, it might inspire you to go pick one up. Because just the way they've managed to tie it, and proactively, like we said, it's not... It's not... uh, the original master plan. They didn't have a plan. Yeah. They were like, let's make an adventure with a guy with a sword. Like, do you think they fully thought about this? Like we said, they didn't even have like a story in place. They're just like, he needs a sword. He'll find the sword and then... Save course, the princess. Yeah. it's 
Beat the bad guy, save the here? princess, get a bunch of cool toys oh, around is... the, along the way. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I don't even remember when they debuted the timeline because I don't remember hearing anything about it till I was an adult. Okay. I think they made so, the timeline when Skyward Sword was coming out because there was like, look, this is the first one. This is what started. Yeah, everything. that's what they were saying. Right, and yeah. that and that makes sense because yeah, because like you know, like I said, I didn't, I wasn't aware of it until hell, I was friends with you. How yeah. is Skyward Sword not on the same one as Wind Waker? I thought it was the same. Skyward dude. Sword is the very first one. Oh yeah, it is the first game. Yeah, it's the start. That, okay, game. so that's like technically the first game. Like in the chronologically, timeline. yeah. Next one is Minish Cap. Next one after that is uh, Four Swords. Interesting. Yeah, it's an uh, interesting timeline. It doesn't make sense in as certain. Yeah, I just want to run it down. Sure. So, like Skyward Sword, Minish Cap, Four Swords, Ocarina of Time. This is when the timeline splits. And then the High Rules Decline and Last Hero. That's the first timeline. That's when Link loses to Ganon, yes? Right. Mm-hmm. Um then you get in that timeline you get Link to the Past, Oracle of Seasons and no, Oracle of Ages, and then Link's Awakening. Uh that is, Link's Awakening was the one with the egg. Right. Right? Uh, and then finally you get Legend of Zelda first game yeah. made, uh, and then the Adventure of Link. That's really interesting. Yeah, I wonder how they work that out because, like we, I guess there is some story in the original game. Like you said, you got to read the fucking. Yeah, a lot of games manual. had its stories in the manuals. It's just that because right. a lot of people threw that shit away, people don't think about it anymore. Okay, so next timeline is the Dark World and the Heroes' uh, Descendants. Okay, so the first game in that is Majora's Mask, so that's directly... After, 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 yeah. So this Ocarina is when uh, Link uses uh, right. the knowledge to and then, stop him as a child, right? And then Twilight Princess, and then uh, Four Swords plus Hyrule Adventure. What does that mean? Uh, does that mean Four Swords happens in every timeline? Huh. Or is that a different game? I think that's a different game. Oh. Okay, and then final. Uh, timeline, the hero of wind and a new world. So you have the wind waker, mm-hmm. phantom hourglass and spirit tracks. I don't know about that one. What happened to skyward sword? Where is that? It's the very first one. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm the fucking worst. So that's like every game in the series and kind of interesting how they split that up. Yeah. And like I said, I I bet they just at one point said we got to figure out. Yeah, something. we can't like we got to pick one or we got to do them all. Yeah, because that's like uh, with Metroid games, all those make sense. Although technically, I think Metroid Prime is. I don't its think own any universe. Metroid game makes sense. It's a bold claim, sir. Well, so in the first one, she goes kills the uh, space pirates and um try uh, kills Mother Brain, and Samus two for the Game Boy. 
she's going around killing the Metroids, and she gets one last Metroid that when its egg, uh, when it comes out of its egg, it thinks she's its mother. And then that goes right into Super Metroid because she gives it to these research scientists on this base. And then Ridley comes in and steals the Metroid. And so you go back to a rebuilt planet Zebus, which is the planet from the first game. So at least the first three, they are all connected. Interesting. So that's a, that's a whole other episode. I, I yeah, think, that's a, yeah. Metroid's its own thing. I think what's interesting about the Zelda thing is it's so much more connected than it seems to be. Oh, yeah. Because if you, like, jumped from one game to the next, you'd be really confused. If you, like, started, like, in time of release. Yeah. And just played them as they came out, you'd be like, why? Well, I mean, I have no idea what's happening. See, I, I just take it for a because it's so long between each release. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would. Yeah, each game is an experience, and you're just hoping for that classic zelda experience at the end of the day like the story's never that much different the experience is never that much different i wonder as we come down to winding this fucker down what do you guys think makes this series so good to the point that you want to keep coming back you want to play the next title when you see there's a new Zelda coming out, you're excited for it. Why? The formula. Really? It's it just a, works. It's just got the right elements of adventure, pro- puzzle solving, um, enough depth to the meta of how to do things. And, you know, yeah, it's just got really the good formula. It's like Mario. What makes Mario great? It's its Exactly, formula. exactly. And I think, what do you think? Well, I think... Uh, Something you want to put into consideration with this is the fact that they're not releasing a game, you know, every year or something. You know, some of these games are kind of your smaller ones like Minish Cap or even the right. Four Swords, but like your your big titles, you know, Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess, Breath of the Wild, they're coming out every five or so years. And they're so packed with quality that you're guaranteed to have a good game when these big ones really come out. That's a really good point. Also, I think especially like when you're talking Breath of the Wild and where they're going, they give you the freedom to be your own hero. Mm-hmm. You can insert yourself yeah. into that hero. Just like like Link doesn't say anything, Yep, you are its own voice. So you can imagine whatever he's saying, and you can be that hero. That's actually intentional. They, mm-hmm. they admitted that they have him remain silent so that way you can connect yourself into you him a lot think, easier you can kind of think of what you would say it's like i wouldn't say i would have been a dipshit and said that what are we talking about <laughs> well and what, oh actually point. i would but yeah you know when like gta started out like that it's like you didn't get like a story in the original gta you didn't have a story in the second one and i mean i want to say that the main character didn't talk a lot and it's a device, like we we're saying, mm-hmm. so you can, like, kind of put yourself in there, and he's silent, so you can go, "Oh, this is what I would say." Yeah, uh, Chrono Trigger does it too. Chrono never says a word in that game, um, so he is another f- silent protagonist. If you've never played it, it's amazing. You gotta think like that's a to be able to write a story. Where your main character says nothing. That's got to be like a writing challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like to push yourself as a writer. 
Well, there are times when Link technically does talk because someone will ask, hey, what's your name? Oh, Link. Oh, and hey, nice to meet you. So and technically, then they'll answer he as if he said something. Yeah, but you, that dialogue never shows up for him. Right, yeah. but that's like basic stuff. Like you said, my name's Link. Like, Although you know, I yeah. always change Ooh, his name. Ocarina of Time, um, the, the, uh, the Desert Temple, actually, when you have to go back as a kid, do half of that temple, and then the second half as an adult, you have to talk to that Gerudo girl, mm-hmm. and um, she's asking you, uh, questions and you have to answer certain from a certain uh selections that's yeah, like cool technically yeah, yeah he, he does say a lot more so than it's like kind of a half-life is. thing but you get oh, a choose yeah. it's like where you, you still have that choice of creating yeah. your own you are your own hero yeah, kind of like, she'll Mass ask you like hey are you a ganon follower and i think you have to answer what if i am by the way i know half-life is your shit Actually, no, I haven't played a ton of it, but... No, what was the game Mass Effect. Were... Mass Effect, okay. And that well, yeah, that we... one's another kind of game no, where... that's like an episode we should do because he's a big fan, you know? Well, there's a lot to those games worth talking about because, I mean, if you do the DLC and you really just put some time into it, you're going to do about 85 to 90 hours for those three games. Easily. All together? Easily, I or did a, a piece. Like you're gonna do ninety hours a piece? No, um, or all three a- additive days. together. That's not uh, very, that's not like a long time though. But it's well, it's three games, yes. But they're since the save data continues, they're like one big game. It's just one big story. You. So it's like a ninety hour just story. So we should do a Mass Effect. Yeah, it's um, start playing some games first. It's yeah. on Legendary Edition if you got a PC. Just pick it up. You know, and Half-Life is similar to that, I guess. I mean, that's super old school. Yeah. It's uh, something it, I never played. If if nobody ever played that, I just, like, I've heard yeah. that Half-Life is, like, really essential to, like, first-person shooters and, like, what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, something like Fallout yeah. wouldn't exist without Half-Life. And see, the problem with Half-Life, for me at least, is I didn't have a PC at the time that could run it, and I didn't play any of the console ports for it. So it just, unfortunately... It's something that... Yeah, same here. Yeah, it just... But I listened to a podcast recently where they were talking about that game. You should check it out. It's called Remember the Game. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Really great podcast. I forget the name of the guy. I feel like shit for that, but... I mean, it's really good. They really deep dive into games, and that's what like kind of gave me the idea of these video game episodes. I mean, they're way more detailed than us, but or me, I should say me. You're you're on point, like always. I try. A couple I of mean... geniuses, and I'm the retard, like holding the fucking bus back. It's fine. I just need, uh, you know. I forget that it's time to get on the bus sometimes. You know what I mean? Hey, you guys. And we're already leaving. Wait for hey, me. you guys. Now we're going to get fucking canceled. You can't, uh, <laughs> you can't make fun of retards, and you can't say retard. Wrong answer. <laughs> Where are we at on time, homie? We're getting close to two hours here. What? All right. Yeah, hour and 45, so we Holy should Holy shit, we got to wrap this up. Thanks for coming on, dudes. Thank you yes, for having thank us. You. Thank you. Uh, this has been the Comic Zone. Follow us, uh, 
or actually check out the comiczone.com. We have links to all of our episodes and wherever you can get uh wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Google, Apple, all the cool shit. Uh TikTok and Instagram as well. Uh thanks for coming on guys. It was a pleasure talking about Zelda as much as we did talk about Zelda. Right. I mean, I think we covered as much as we could though. Yeah. I think we did a fairly decent job. Yeah, I mean, it's there's always where areas you can deep dive, you know. Oh yeah. And I think we did our best and uh it was fun and Thanks for coming on, man. I know you're a huge fan of Zelda. Scott's a huge fan. Bill. It's in my DNA. Your DNA. Yeah. Do not resuscitate. I can't fucking say anything better than that, so this has been the Comic Zone. Peace. The Legend of Zelda, and it's really rad. Those creatures from Ganon are pretty bad. Octoroks and Tech Tech's levers, too. But with your help, our hero pulls through. Yeah, go, Link. Yeah, get Zelda. Awesome.